Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers. We're going to bring up the volume in three, two, Hello! Hey, you bastards, we got you. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to curse. Yeah. But welcome to another episode of the Best Damn Podcast. You can put your sweaty little ears into. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, that's not an insult. Our ears get sweaty sometimes. Yeah. Let us just fill sweat that together. sweat with more sweat. Our sweat. Let up, let's put up, mix our sweats in our ears. That's how babies with are With a right. podcast. Let's make a little ear baby. You're a little ear babies. That might be a better name than ear baby. Than yeah. moist little ears because moist little ears sometimes ear doesn't babies. like s- come out. Ear babies. You guys want to be ear babies? Let us know in the comments yeah. or on uh, Twitter. But guys, welcome back. Or if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. This podcast is where we talk about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. comic books sometimes. Yes. Uh, the, the mystical, the unknown. The unknown. And sometimes we just bring on friends. Yeah. And that's fun too because we, we get to fuck around. Um and today we're going to be talking about a bunch of fun stuff. But before we get uh, too ahead of ourselves, let's do a little intros. Uh, over to your left, um, your right, my left, yeah. is uh, Mr. DJ Woldridge. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, I'm DJ Woldridge. I co-host um, the popular Only Stupid Answers podcast with Sam Basher, who is sitting to my right, your left. There you go. Yeah, just to get uh, orientations yes. right. Yes. That's, that's how this is working today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about a few different things, mainly yes. Jessica Jones Season 2. We've watched it. We'll do some spoiler-free and spoiler fit discussions on it but also we had the chance we had a nice little invite from uh, 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 WB and Warner Brothers if you didn't know the slang around Hollywood uh, to go see Tomb Raider we want to talk about Tomb Raider because now it's out and you guys may have seen it may have not maybe you're on the fence and you want to know yeah we did a spoiler free review of Tomb Raider on our YouTube channel youtube.com slash only stupid answers and if you want to know more about uh, this podcast uh, the bonus content we do on Patreon um, our YouTube channel all that our, our dope shirts that we have uh you can go to only stupid com. that has links to all our social media all of that amazing stuff that but if you want to be more involved in our community we highly recommend you go there there's also a newsletter that you can put your email into that i'm going to be I'm gonna, there's going to be a special announcement coming out next week so keep your peepers peeled for that also we've got did you say patreon yes that's the, well, there's we, a show on patreon called super tv showdown if you like uh, superhero talks go ahead and tune in every friday yeah, we talk about all the superhero shows on that, and that is exclusive to patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. But speaking of Patreon, we also um, – these uh, podcast episodes are every place that you can think of to listen to podcasts. Um, but we also post them on Patreon, and uh, that is a place where you can leave comments about the episodes. And I, we've got a couple here from our last episode where we talked about uh, – wrinkle in time we had to think about it for a second yeah. it feels like a goddamn month I've, ago yeah it was... it's, it's it's a lot has happened in the past week yeah uh we've got a conference here from uh vamp fairy vamp, fa- vamp fairy vamp fairy there you go uh i really really want to see this film as soon as i can i have a sneaking suspicion it'll be the latest in a growing trend of movies everyone else is seemingly lukewarm on or worse, I'll, The Last Jedi, Ouch. LOL, but that I inexplicably adore. Yay. I've concluded I'm just old and out of touch now, <laughs> laughing my ass off. 
Hey, that's a good place to be. You're old and out of touch. As long as you're not being offensive. He's probably like 18. Uh, is just pushing 19? Yeah. What an old soul. <laughs> we also have another one here from Catherine Richardson, who's a big uh, participant in the Patreon community. I always see your name pop up during our live stream, so good to see you write in comments. When I watched Wrinkle in Time, I felt like it was trying to move along really quickly, but not much was actually happening, so I wasn't that big a fan of it. But I am a fan of your reviews. Keep up the awesome work, boys. That's a B-O-I-S. Add me there, and that's Boise. That's the capital. We're the capital of this podcast. Yeah. Fucking tried with that one. (laughs) Barely made it. But, um... Also, guys, we're trying out a new segment. We uh, we talked about it last week. It's at the end of the podcast. It's called Just the Tips. Mm -hmm. Just the Tips. Yes, there is an innuendo there. Yeah. Good on you (laughs) for for asking yourself for a second. You're like, is that what it is? You nailed it. You figured it out. Um, But make sure you tune in there, because there's going to be a hot, fresh tip. I, for, I, I forgot poor that. wording from my part. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot that we're going to do that. I'm going to have to come up with a tip by the end of the episode. Hey, me too. Live people in Patreon, you better help out. Better pull your weight real quick. You better send us some tips, and we'll we'll give you a nice plug. <laughs> so, uh, as Sam said, we are talking about uh, Jessica Jones and Tomb Raider, and because of that, we're going to switch up our our format a little bit. Normally, we talk about what we're into this week, and then we do the main topic. But I think for we're going to flip it around, and so we're probably going to you down to just jump into Jessica Jones? Let's do it. We'll do spoiler-free and then spoiler. Yep. And then we'll do Tomb Raider spoiler-free then spoiler. There you go. So I guess if you haven't seen all of them, you're going to have to... We'll give a... We'll just start screaming when spoilers start happening. <laughs> yeah. And I'll scream over it and then you'll just have to listen for the spoiler that's happening. Yes. What a great... What a great fucking... <laughs> what a great premise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Jessica Jones season two. It premiered not... Last week? Yeah. Did we yeah. fucking make it through the whole... Oh, everything's moving so fast. Yeah. Time's never slowing down. So, so this is this is We're coming just dust in, in the wind. Yeah, this is coming out the second Monday after the premiere. Yes, our podcast. Is. Yes, yes. This episode that people are listening to, unless you're listening to live on Patreon. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, oh my god. So I've yes. confused myself. So anyway, mm-hmm. so um, this season, what just overall general thoughts was fine. I actually think it's comparable with a majority of the um, Marvel Netflix shows in that. Uh, a lot of elements are really good, and then there's some elements that are actually really bad, and so it comes out just just decent. Uh, however, it feels like I'll, it feels a lot worse because season one of Jessica Jones is still my favorite of these shows, and I think the best example of these shows. What is wrong with Netflix with writing just awful character? Just one usually, but someone who's just unbearable like what is well there? hold on we'll get into that, that we'll get into like that but, but sorry that's it, it bit, but barely i'm not gonna say yeah. who it is but like it happened jessica jones season one and there is some character that there's a character in this season that like makes some just big question mark decisions just like yeah. what's happening it's just you needed you needed this to work for your story to like basically button it up but you're like oh, it felt like character suicide well yeah it, yeah i think that's a great way to describe it it is interesting because like they had uh, – this feels kind of like a sophomore slump. It feels like, you know, Melissa Rosenberg, who's the showrunner of Jessica Jones, uh, was trying to make a Jessica Jones sh- show before the Netflix deal was a Way thing. back when, yeah. yeah. So, so I feel like that season, that story was something she w- has been wanting to tell for a while, and you can you can feel it. Mm. And so normally, like, when the second season comes out, you got to you, you, you have less time to make it, and so it kind of like – there's diminished returns because – you know, you had to crank it out in a year, except they, they didn't have to crank this out in a year. They had like three years. Yeah. 
And so it's weird that that sloppy, especially how tight Jessica Jones season one was. Yeah. The kind of the sloppiness, because it's not just, there, there is a character that <laughs> is questionably written uh, yeah. by by the end. <clears throat> but just there's a lot of like, uh, a, a lot of the plot points and character beats in the first six episodes don't really matter to anything well, after that. Well, like, okay, so for me. I, like Griffin, like. Would it, I, liked does, he, I liked him too, but he barely exists after episode six. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But okay, so right off the bat, we said something negative, and I I, I want to say that I I think I enjoyed this this season more than you until something happens. We'll get to that in spoilers. I think I I was really digging it. It goes in. You said sophomore slump, but it also building off of that, it, like a lot of sequels where you kind of try to scale down a little bit and you just mm. focus on the characters and their relationships. That's what it feels like this season's doing, and so it's acting more like a movie rather than a TV show. Yeah. Um, which is fine and bad. Like there's, like, there's positives and negatives to that. But I did like a lot of the things they explored in this. There's uh, basically Jessica Jones' only story in the comics that's worth anyone's time really reading no offense to brian michael bendis or the character but her best stuff is the purple man story and we did that already so moving on from there it's an open field you can kind of do whatever you want and for the most part what they did with this was very good i thought i think the new antagonist is uh was comparable to purple man it's hard to beat david Tennant and his stuff but i think it's at least uh, i think it's a good follow-up in in the sense that uh, it really challenged Jessica in a way that was compelling yes. and and the char- and the actress they got for that character uh nailed it nailed it mm-hmm. also for the mo- Kristen Ritter I think nails the whole season she's the MVP of uh well she's, she's even she's, better in this season I yeah, think yeah I think yeah. Th- this is her third time portraying the character I think Crazy. she's gotten better each time mm-hmm. like she's just so she's just so good with like so many different aspects of Jessica as a person. And I really do feel her as a human being. Like, I feel like I could know Jessica. I think overall the acting is, is top tier. Like people are given questionable stuff, some more than others. I think all the actors nail it. Uh, carry on carrying. I said, just, I said, Kristen Rose MVP right up there with her. Carrie on Moss kills it this season. She does. She makes Jerry Hogarth, watchable and compelling because if it wasn't her yeah i might not watch that character she yeah you might like she fast basically those parts, you know sometimes yeah. they're like oh no this person's like the devil it's no. like no she's a monster, she's a monster. yeah like, which is weird considering some of the stuff that they give i'm just gonna say they, they give trisha's character some stuff that it's like might have been less damaging if maybe you gave it to Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> weirdly, yeah, and also, but positive for a character, Malcolm gets fl- uh, fleshed out a lot. Yeah, and for the better, I think. Uh, Agreed. He grows a lot. She, he has ups and downs in this season, but he's compelling. He's he's a good actor. This yes. guy, and I, I'm excited to see where he goes from here. He does have a similar ending to another sidekick character yeah. in another season two it, of the arc show. Is very similar. Uh, who does, and that character pops up in this show, yeah, um, which was fun. Yeah, I do wish there was a little bit more. Or um, a little bit more integration, especially since, according to Kristen Ritter, we may not be getting a Defenders too. Like it was uh, a random thing she said in an interview, right? I'll, actually, yeah. I'll pull it up really quick because I was—I'm actually—I never saw that, but I'm yeah. not surprised by her saying that. <laughs> yeah, and, and it might just be—it might be that she doesn't know. It might be like a, a faint. Excuse me, um, but uh, I would like to—I would have liked to have seen more. Like maybe have Luke Cage pop back up. You know what I mean? Like maybe mm. have, especially since I, I think an issue with all of these shows is 
It's 13 episodes. Not only is it 13 episodes, I saw somebody point this out with this season. It's not only 13 episodes, it's 55 minutes to a solid hour each episode. Whereas that's like, I don't even think Game of Thrones normally runs that. It started to, but like at the beginning, it's like you get a 45, 50 minute, you know what I mean? Like do yourself some favors, like help yourself because clearly you don't have enough story to fill this time. You know what Mm. I mean? Like, uh, and, and I also think something Jessica Jones in particular would benefit from is is like a it's not this because Netflix drops all the shows at once but like a, a case of the week like have two or three episodes where she's just a, a super powered PI and she's yeah. just it's solving a case it doesn't would, all have to connect back to the main story it could just be because it wears thin yeah you can just let the story happen it's like and there's nothing wrong with that and also she's such a great character to watch like you only get like I think the only time you really get like a case that's separate from everything else is the opening scene for her. Yeah, and and it sucks because the actual... of the whole season. By the way, I'm not talking one episode. The first thing you watch in the show in yeah. this season is the only thing separate from everything else. And I think what so something that's really engaging about the character is the idea of her being a superpowered PI, and I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, it's a very cool trope that happens a lot in, in superhero stuff. Is the PI? But, yeah, but hers is so she's so damaged, but also she's got a heart. And yeah. um, and also you get to see a lot of that with Oscar, the introduction of Oscar's character and his kid and yes. her interactions with his kid, Vigo, I think, Vito. Vito, um, yeah. Uh, Vigo Morganson, yeah. or Morganson, whatever. Uh, but no, Vito and the way they play off of each other and she's not being an asshole. Yeah. Like she has to be like, you know, she has to censor herself. She has to like really like try. Yeah. And that's great. And it was really cool to see that like the character explored there, which yeah. doesn't really never happens in the comics, which no. is really cool. Uh, but also I do want to say, speaking of comics, there was a lot of elements while one of them I found silly. I appreciated how they incorporated a lot of other random characters from Marvel that would never be in anything yeah. and incorporated them into the season and tied it back to who she is. Also this whole basic season like the origin of what her powers came from and everything like that that doesn't exist that doesn't yeah. it's a total original creation which is pretty uh interesting and good and i think it was well executed for the most part how Agreed. they how they talked about it yeah do you do you want to um let's get you want to give an overall rating and then we'll dive into spoilers a little bit i'm trying to think if there was anything uh, i'm trying to go through the characters if we got um oh i will say um Punisher had some emotional beats that got me. So they kind of revisited the same yeah. his his family dying over and over again. Which what are you is, talking about? Uh, what <laughs> we rewatched part we rewatched part of Iron Fist this weekend. Boy oh boy, do they say his parents' death like ninety fucking times in the first three episodes. Oh Jesus, it's so rough to watch. But anyways, um, I did want to say the emotional beats in this were some of the stronger. Um, it, the most well executed and subtle but powerful moments in these Netflix shows. I don't think there's actually even in season one when you have to like you feel the hopelessness. Like, yeah. do you remember when like Kilgrave got out? Like when he's in the yeah. cell and he gets out, and you're like, oh, it's like oh, it's like a virus just got like dropped in a lab and no one's wearing masks. Like yeah. this is like this is how scary it is. In and but like grabbing that kind of they hit those emotional highs in this. I teared up a few t- at least twice. I think in this. Uh, at least near the tail end of this uh, season, and I think the show should be praised for that. I yeah, think there, it, there was at least one scene in the finale I straight up cried. And it wasn't like a puppy getting shot. It was just yeah. like, it was things that matter between two characters, yeah. and then coming full circle, and you're like, fuck, this, they got us. Like, yeah. this is this is really good. And, I, and the show did a great job with that. Let's get into some spoilers. I will say, um, 
Uh, da, 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 searching a number, searching a number. 13, because it's 13 episodes? Ah, we've done that before, though. Why have we probably done it all we before? Did, uh, that before. Ding, 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 ding. Come on, I gotta say a random number in there. I feel like, there, is there a random number associated with IGH? I know, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Um... Nah, we'll do 13. Can't okay. think of anything. Oh, shout out to Scrody Sense. Uh, that was a funny joke that Griffin said. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that, yeah, yeah. That he fell on his balls. He was a very funny actor. Yeah. Um, and I'm bummed he won't come back. As Griffin, everyone's favorite yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, it's Griffin. Ah, whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. 13. I think I enjoyed it more than you. Okay. Uh, I, I did like the first half of the season, which I, I get what you mean. Oh, no, I liked it. It just, yeah. nothing in it mattered. It, yeah. It appears. Um, I will say 13. 10. 10 out of 13. 10.5 maybe out of 13. Which is a... B. A B? B. Right at a B. Even B. I'll give it a B minus. Okay. Which is... A 10 nine? or 10.5. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. You'll let us know in the comments. Yeah. But now, spoiler time. Well, no, hold on. Wait. Before we jump into spoilers for uh, Jessica Jones... You want to say hi to a friend? Yeah, let's talk about our pals at Simple Context real quick. Really quick, guys, we want to talk about our friends over at Simple Context because they make my life easier and they can make your life easier, too. Simple Context is a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brands of contacts from anywhere in minutes. It's Vision Care Simplified. I'm serious. This is so easy to use. When they reached out at first, they're like, there's, there's just a couple steps you need to do on your phone or on your computer. And I was like, hold on a second. And then I did it. And I got more contacts. And they're the exact prescription I need. It made my life a lot easier. If you need to renew your prescription, just take a five-minute vision test from your phone or your computer like I said it's reviewed by a licensed doctor that's important and you'll receive a renewed one year prescription and reorder your contacts right from Simple Contacts no more doctor's offices or waiting rooms no that's the worst No, you gotta I, sit there with all those coughing people even though it's an eye doctor place they're still sick they they're came coughing in there, right on your eyes right, into, right on my contacts and looking at me as I put them in because they want to see me do that but don't worry it's fast it, the vision test is self-guided and it takes uh, just about five minutes that's how fast it's amazing and it's designed by doctors and licensed ophthalmologists review every test carefully to make sure your eyes are healthy and that your vision hasn't changed and they have all the brands of lenses you're familiar with including options for astigmatism uh multifocal lenses colored contacts oh my goodness i should get red eyes cat eyes <laughs> i should you guys will love to hear me with cat eyes in right it'll be it'll be great and also the vision test is only 20 dollars. compare that to an annual appointment which without insurance could cost you over 200 smackers or dollars the contact lens prices are unbeatable standard shipping is free and best of all we're offering a promotion to our listeners so if you want to get 30 dollars off your contacts Go to simplecontacts.com slash stupid and enter our code stupid at checkout. So in case you missed it, I'm going to repeat it. Tune in. Peel your peep, peep, eye, your peepers. Listen to peepers or the ears back and listen to this. Go to simplecontacts.com slash stupid and enter the code stupid. Important to say this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but it is Helpful, so check out Simple Contacts today. Back to the show. All right, spoiler time. Uh, Trish, let's oh, just yeah, get hold the... Hold on, hold uh, on. We got, I oh, got, got a tweet for this. Uh, Good call. A Catlin Torta at C Torta. So, are we supposed to like Trish this season? 
we were seeing because no matter when we do these shows, like people have Somebody's, already watched it. Like we could do yeah. a stream day one, and people you know, have already seen all the episodes. Uh, and everybody was like, Trish can go. Trish is awful. Trish is, and I liked Trish a lot in season one. Yeah, she's great. And in the beginning of the and season, <laughs> yeah, in the beginning of the season, I liked Trish a lot. And then Trish was struggling with drugs, and I'm like, this is challenging, but it's it's understandable with what we know about the character and what she's going through. And because there were a lot of uh, different characters were t- kind of tackling other difficult topics that the shows don't really talk about, like. Um, we'll get into it. Jessica's mom dealing yeah. with mental illness and like rage issues. So was Jessica. Yes. She's yeah, also exactly. dealing with that. I, I heard and somebody so it, point out, I think accurately that this season was based around a lot of female anger and female, female women dealing with anger. Yeah. I don't know if it handled that great, but it did happen. But so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but also dealing with addiction. That's a yes. real, and they did it in a way that's like, it's upsetting because yes. addiction be. is upset. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then, because there's a moment, it, it almost pulls out because because uh, it, it's like three or four episodes before the end, and Trish is like, "Yeah, I've been struggling with this. I'm better now." I've, because the inhaler stops working, mm-hmm. it stops working for for a day, and she it seems like she's coming out of it. Yeah, and you're like, "Thank God, I actually like this interaction. I, it this feels like adults handling this." And then, for me, I don't know about you, my jump the shark moment is when she knocks fucking yep. uh, uh, Malcolm out and puts him in the trunk. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is happening right now? I think you could have continued this story if she and made it mean something because people who are addicts relapse and you yes. could have told that story, which is what was happening. Yeah. But she fucking flipped and knocked Malcolm out. And that's when you started, you kind of, was it, jump, you jumped the carp? You jumped jump the shark? The, jump, the sh- jump, jump, the jump, jump, jump the shark is a, ter- is a term for when, like, a sh- the, it's when the show stops being the show you love. So it, so it doesn't really apply here, but it's like, you kind of. I mean, kind of. Jumped I mean, it with her character. For her least. character, yeah. yeah. It was, if she had just, like, like run away with the doctor instead of attacking Malcolm, it would have made more sense. And then she starts making really fucking random like comments about like I've always wanted powers, blah blah blah. It's like you've never se- you've you've been training for like two seasons, but yeah. you've never brought that up ever. I got that impression. I I have I've had that feeling with that character, so that didn't surprise me. The I don't feel to get her to have abilities. I don't feel like if we needed to throw the character under the bus. I've had a theory about. Yeah, they did definitely. They, they had a dangerous lesson with her character this season. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, and, well, and so, um, when you, you there's 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 always a Jerry you in Parks and Rec. There's the Jerry that everybody hates, and there's an episode in that where they're like somebody start Jerry's talking about leaving, and so they're trying to find the new Jerry. Mm-hmm. If that is true, if you've worked in an office. Mo- uh, environment. There's the one that everybody doesn't like, uh-huh. and then if a new person comes in, then they become the one that nobody likes. You know what I mean? And so I thought, man, it's a bummer that it that is a, works. It is a bummer. And so last season we had Robin, who was the upstairs neighbor that was just Fuck. awful, and and she's extra awful though. She is extra awful. And so we got rid of Robin. I thought this was a universally good thing. What I didn't realize is that maybe they needed another character to fill the void of Robin, and they would take a character I love and then make them difficult to watch no. which almost hurts more because i like trish yeah. and i liked her characterization up until she started kidnapping people and then i felt like i was being pum- punished for wanting her to become hellcat yeah right <laughs> they're like oh yeah you want this fucking but in this world great power comes great mental illness so she's fucked up right by the way i get the line and i get that this was supposed to be about mental illness I didn't think that line made a hundred percent sense. Also, they make they straight up make a great power and great responsibility reference, and in a Marvel universe, it's like, what? How is that a saying? Yeah, Does, did Uncle Ben a have a talk show or some mm-hmm. shit? Like, what? 
what what context are you supposed to have for that? You're not hanging out with Spider-Man. <laughs> and they voided, but even with like Trish's like fuck-ups and everything like that. Oh, I didn't need to mention that I didn't think that her payoff with actually getting powers was earned in any way. Like, I mean, we'll get a redemption arc probably in the, if the, this show got a third season. But again, it'll it'll be very difficult to have a redemption arc because as Jessica points out, like, so I, I don't know why you're listening to this if you haven't watched the end of the show. <laughs> it all leads up to Trisha killing Jessica's mom, which I don't, even though Jessica's mom was not a great person. But you brought, actually, when we were talking about this, you brought up a lot of reasons of why this, it would have had to have been Trish. Because she probably would have killed anybody else except Jessica. maybe malcolm maybe and in fact i kind of wish it what with where we leave malcolm i think it would have made more sense for maybe malcolm to be the one to pull the trigger or jerry i don't know how we would have gotten jerry there but then again i don't really know how we got jerry jerry where she was in this like why did she have a homeless person living with her like why would she allow that yeah it's a favor i guess and then she but she it, doesn't like jessica she does though. She does uh, like fair. she does like Jessica. The only she only doesn't like that, anybody. That's not fair to say about yeah. The only thing that really worked with for me about Jerry's arc is Carrie and Moss killing like when she yeah. comes home and she's been robbed, wrecked me. Also, when she got healed, there's your air quotes there. Yeah. Listen to this, air quote, air quote. Uh, when she got healed, it, like you also kind of felt it a little bit. Yeah, and also that reveal was like, no, we didn't have a healer. We didn't like it was like, wait, who's lying? Wait, yeah. what's ha- what's happening right now? Yeah. Did you want to bring up the doctor? Malice. Yeah. I I thought it was very interesting to not make him... Jessica's very quick to call out men around wow. her. Wow, and, being... she, and he, she called him out, calling him the worst... Like, almost worse than Kilgrave, the way she talked about yeah, him. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because the is the women in the show are, are just as... Can, can be just as manipulative. Um, definitely, in the case of her mom, be just as dangerous. Uh, and it's not that Malice isn't bad or isn't manipulative, but I like that he's not like he's just a guy. Like it, it's it's he's 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 a normal type of bad that he just made bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Like no, you should not experiment on, on people without their thing. Consent, but he, yeah, but, but he was trying to save people's lives, and he was successful at that. Mm-hmm. And he he only kept the mom there, even though the mom left. Yeah, he only kept her there because he literally didn't know what to do with her yeah and the power dynamic is really interesting because he technically created her and theoretically had power over her but she could literally rip him in half yeah so there's a really interesting interplay and i liked i like that actor i like the way he played that character as kind of like a a hippie yeah uh and i but transitioning off that i i you called it that you thought it was the mom like the second we met the character Mm -hmm. and i was like ooh, i don't know if i like that idea Mm -hmm. but we get a flashback episode kind of explaining her, which was good. But then we get an episode where Jessica and her are kind of like trapped together. And I was sold. Their dynamic is great. That actress is great. I'm guessing that's what they wanted when Foggy and Matt were like locked together and Foggy figures out he's Daredevil. And that was the, one of the worst episodes. Yeah. Cause you want a bottle, like a little bottle episode where you can just like let the characters like you explore and you get to know them more. But it was great because she's like furious and the mom is like breaking down every like little uh, childhood memory she has. Fuck. And that's awful too. Yeah. And it's like, no, your father's awful. We were in counseling like, uh, and he was like, he always had the drive and like, she was so angry at him. The fact that she blames the dad for them says so much about her, her perspective. It explains a lot about Jessica. Mm-hmm. Like you can see like, uh, it, that, that was some of the smartest writing this season. I think there was a, there's a batch of episodes between 
there. Like there's like three or four episodes after the reveal that are basically almost perfect for this season. Because you're getting it's Trish hasn't gone like full crazy yet. No. She's doing like She's the struggling. vigilante stuff yeah. and um and you get it. You yeah. get enough you even see her like profile like guy on the bus and you like you think it's just because he has like tattoos and he's like kinda like staring at people. He's like, no, he just has a book. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. He was just reading. And she attacks one dude. There's a lot of she has a lot of questionable stuff. I uh, did want to. I did have a segue there. Wait, wait, wait. Mom, 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 mom. Oh, the emotional beats. I did want to bring those up. It's when they save the family and it coming full circle. Like even as soon as you saw the family like, having a great time in the car, you're yeah, like, like, fuck, oh, they're gonna die. In the I've wars. watched superhero shows before, especially Netflix Marvel yeah. shows. They're gonna get real hurt. But um, also, I thought there was a baby in there that the baby died. But it's like, no, no, no. The whole no. family got out. Even mm-hmm. the driver at the other car. Yeah. Um, and you brought up that it was really cool to show because we've seen the car accident scene a yeah. million times. But like showing like the bottles like uh spring fire and gas everywhere and you're yeah, like jesus christ this got, is awful like, it's like they're oxygen tanks i think mm-hmm. but but um and i think that's what this show when it's firing on all cylinders does really well instead of just doing the generic like car wreck and one of them will explode like every once in a while one of those oxygen tanks will like spin out and blow up and so you get the sense it's not just exploding for no reason you get a sense of why this is it's the little details and the and 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 when the show works it's because of those little details Mm -hmm. oh by the way it does fall into a trope that every single i think every single marvel netflix show has fallen into which is killing a black cop or killing Uh an old killing an influential older black person yes and in this i was like oh we're almost through we're not gonna do it mom falls out a window with the only black cop we meet i think or at least has screen time i'm not so sure how the black security guard uh how she turned out remember the mom like throws her the one that was nice to her after by the way oh for me that was my that was i i think trish knocking out uh, Malcolm and that guard were in the same episode. Not not the nice guard, the, the evil, evil guard, which who, was like cartoonishly like came because at first he's like, yeah, you know, I had like rules, and you're like, okay, I can connect with him, and then he's like, you're not in your protein, and he just fucking flips, and then you find out he's been like saving trophies from the people he murders, you know, or like, committed suicide because of him, or whatever. Like yeah. it it becomes it, it's just way over the top. So stuff like that that this season did was not great. Yeah. The, but like you got to fill it in. I didn't like the Kilgrave episode where like I like yeah. them. Like I like Jessica having to like grapple with that. I and I think that's a good way to keep him back because I was thinking about like could you have kept him around, especially with the IGH stuff. Like if she had like if she had like maybe ripped out his throat so he couldn't speak anymore, but he was still alive. Jesus. And then he would pursue IGH to like fix that. But it's like, do you ever really want Kilgrave back? Like, that was such a nightmare. You know what I mean? Like, I think having him be in her mind, something she has to live with and deal with for the rest of her life, is good. And, and the it's realization... Good, she, it's, it's, you know, it's a good... It's story-wise. Story-wise, yeah. yeah. And the realization she comes to with him was there. Although, a character that might have, if they kept around, might have benefited himself is what if they kept around Simpson and Simpson killed the mom? I don't know if that would have been better. I mean, he would have had to have had a lot of leg. He would have had to do a lot of leg work in this season to make that mean anything, you know? Well, but this is the thing is, the, what would mean something is her losing her mom. Which, by the way, that was my, not her losing the mom, but the moment the mom was like, you know, maybe I don't need to be here. Or maybe I just made you. I was like, <gasps> tears. Ooh. And then immediately she gets shot. And it's mm. like, no. And then the blood's coming out of that barf hole yeah. that they have at the bottom of uh, Ferris wheel Yeah, that capsules. was that that was very meaningful. Jessica and her mom, I think, was, was the main focal point 
for me emotionally uh, and again anything with Carrie on Miles on her performance was great uh, as a fanboy I did like because nobody nobody was begging for an adaptation of Wizard nobody wanted somebody a character like Wizard Wizard in anything his name is stupid and silly this is the exact perfect way to use that character and in the grounded MCU and include the mongoose because I like the tube city thing he had in his apartment and guys Wizard in the comics uh, got his power by getting an injection of mongoose blood because that is the laziest yep. <laughs> I've ever heard. Well, Wizard's supposed to be anti-Flash, and he's part of the Squadron Supreme. Well, they changed right? him to that, but originally yeah. that's how he got oh, his powers. Was, yeah, okay. That's how he got it, back cool. in the 40s. But I did want to read uh, in the comments, Terry Fournier, J.R. Ramirez, who played Oscar, also played Ted Wildcat Grant on Arrow Season 3. Yep. Um, but also, he was great, and yeah. I like the inclusion of David Mack. Art? Art? I believe you're right. Yeah. yeah, he did the art of all the alias covers, and that was the, the when they showed the finished painting. That's the same artist that they would, would do the yeah. alias comics, the Jessica Jones comics, and it's very, very good. Yeah, I like Oscar, and he's very dreamy, but he's no Luke Cage. Just no sad. one is. Uh, Eddie Chase at Parappa Playwright. That's good. That's fun. Uh, when season one was done, I didn't know if we could follow up a villain as compelling and terrifying as Kilgrave, but this villain came pretty close. What does season three need to keep up the same intensity as the first two? Oh, man, I don't know if we're getting a season three. They're 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 pumping out like every Marvel Netflix show. I don't know if I need a season three now. Well, I mean, you got Hellcat. Yeah, but now they made me no, feel bad about that. You should feel bad about it. <laughs> Give it uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones trying to make it work. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what would be what would be a good antagonist for Jessica? Yeah, it's hard to do street between level Kil- between Kilgrave and and the mom you can't get more personal mm-hmm. unless they make hellcat the villain that'd be awful yeah mm. i think organized crime would be interesting uh i yeah. know that literally all the other ones do that and that's what's different about jessica jones but there could be uh i want to i just want more pi stuff you Agreed. know maybe maybe a threat that's not personal hey maybe i didn't know that's... i didn't know where they're gonna go with this season at all yeah and it's not buttoned up at the end i mean like it's her kind of happy with random new original characters they made for the show yeah i'm going with luke cage i also wouldn't i don't necessarily know if i need more igh but I, it's funny that we have 13 episodes and i still don't really understand how that whole thing worked it, what i got from it and if you guys have these same questions what i got from it, and you can correct me if i'm wrong is that a scientist was a, like approached the U.S. government and was like, I want to do, I can do these things like bring people back or run experiments, yeah. whatever the fuck, you know, generic bad guy stuff. Uh, and that's how they were able to run these experiments. But then Kozlov, the dead guy from like the dead general, but we met him last season. Yeah. Uh, he started to switch it up and uh, uh, give it to soldiers to like amp them up and make nuke. Yeah. That's how they got funding and that's how they ran and they did it out of the, was it industrial garment and yeah. handling building. But yeah. isn't it kind of lame that you have to explain that to me? Uh, like what you're saying makes sense. That's what I got when I was watching. Yeah. I mean, in case you didn't get it, but like, yes, it is. I just thought it was fun. I didn't see the name of the industrial garment and handling thing in, in the first episode when they actually show it. Yeah. I didn't see it until it blew up and I was like, oh, fun reveal for whatever that was. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just the name of where they were doing all these experiments. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who would be a good, uh, it kind of made me wish there was a version of these shows that was almost more like Game of Thrones, that it was the one 13 episode season and we stop in on each of these characters, individual stories. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at the end of time, but like, so you get like three Luke Cage episodes, three Jessica Jones up, you know what I mean? Take like all the budgets of all those shows, put it together and you get these. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I just, just because 
Again, I don't think these shows have enough to carry their their own 13-episode seasons. But also, when they were together, they could barely do eight. Yeah, man. Well, that's what, what I'm saying. It's like you don't make it all tight. It's not all like the Defender show. It's all their own shows except significantly shorter. Hey, that's let's pitch it. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, I did want to bring up really quick. There was one thing in my head. <sighs> Frick. Mm. Oh, no. I wanted to right. say, yeah, yeah, we'll come back to it. <laughs> uh, Iqbal, uh, Iqbal Hassan, um, Iqbalius Hassan. I'm sorry, Iqbal. Uh, what other characters, such as the Wizard, would you like to see in future Marvel TV shows? I would love to see some Spider characters like Kane or Jessica Drew, or maybe a young Black Cat. Kane might be a stretch. Uh, I, Jessica Drew. I can't. I don't know if her rights are tied. I feel like her rights shouldn't be tied up with Spider Man. Hmm. Um, but, but anyone tied up are. with anybody tied up with Spider Man would probably be challenging. Although, would love it on board. Would love to see it. Jessica Drew would be fun. Did you know Jessica Drew's British in the comics? It was like what? it was uh, something that I was reading that like because uh, people are like yeah Blade is technically British because he was from England and that's where he got like that's where he grew up yeah uh, and I didn't know that no. but like, we just know Wesley Snipes Blade yeah. where he's, he's got a well and accent. for I, my first exposure to Jessica Drew is they did a uh, cartoon TV pilot that they did not go anywhere but they sold as a VHS that I own oh cool yeah Which it, but it makes sense you think it just you go default to America yeah. but but technically in the comics she's supposed to be um, British which is kind of fun just a fun little random fact that I saw pop up it was like these two characters you never think about what their accents are yeah. but with uh, Professor X even though technically he's supposed to be American but we have a British, British actor playing yeah. him yeah uh, fun uh, that was a fun experience as a kid buying the Spider-Woman VHS and being like cool like Spider-Man bought a girl and then she's flying and she's shooting lasers out of her fingers and you're like wait what the fuck is happening yeah they had to do a stretch with that yeah. character um, but Jessica Drew would be cool that we see a bunch of cool characters in the Defenders comic that were like the new White Tiger. Although I'm a big fan of uh, there was a version of White Tiger introduced in Christopher Priest's run that I think I think his name is Casper Cole. Mm. I think he'd be one. Isn't, he just looks cool as fuck. He's like Black Panther, except his costume's white and he has a black trench coat. He looks so fucking cool. Isn't White Tiger usually a girl, though? Or is it the more now, recent? OK, that's the more recent one. And that name for the female White Tiger guy was was name dropped in as well. Season one of Jessica. Jones, yeah, season one of Jessica yeah. Jones. And then, you know, maybe maybe Echo. I'm not. Echo big, should be a daredevil, though. Yeah, she usually pops up in Daredevil. So I like Echo a lot. I think her powers could be really cool. I wonder cool. what the way that they um do these seasons where it's like the one villain the whole season if maybe you could do somebody else's like uh um i think daredevil has a villain called, called mr fear or something maybe mm. that could be coming jessica jones she's been traumatized a lot let's do a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little more and mr fear great yeah. let's do it we also have a uh, tweet right here from reed at jmr 1022 who would win in a singing contest britney spears or trish walker britney spears you crazy trish walker's <laughs> songs are garbage and you know it what was it i want Watch you cray cray. cray oh man you ever shoehorned in just a pop song you're like what would they say but i did love her um hannah montana type uh costume she did at a party to like get info that was yeah, really really cool i that sequence depressed me because that song sounded just about as good to me as a lot of pop songs on the radio you're makes me bummed out about pop music hater on chain smokers they're great they're changing our generation but hey let's rate uh let's rate it we did we, we did, did and that's so we're not gonna do that that's what i that's yep forgot it um but yeah we also want to talk about tomb raider yeah but before we do that let's talk about our friends over at dollar shave club sam Mm-hmm. When I say Dollar Shave Club, what mm-hmm. do you think of? Mm-hmm. Razors. <laughs> Great razors that give me a clean shave. Dollar Shave Club is more than just razors. Sam. No way. And Dollar Shave Club is better than shopping 
in a store. 100%. Dollar Shave Club delivers you everything you need to look, smell, and feel your best. Shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, and of course, the best razors we've ever used. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can get an amazing, high-quality shave every morning with your Dollar Shave Club executive razor. But the true hero, true hero. of any morning routine is their Dr. Carver's Shave butter it helps the razor gently glide across your skin you have to experience it's it. pretty great if it comes on clear so yeah. then you can see exactly what like you get a clean you need finish. that you need that don't go don't go in blind what are you crazy another must-have experience is how dollar shave club delivers everything to you that means no more trips to the store wandering the aisles hunting for razors shampoo toothpaste then having to play out being a cashier scanning and bagging your own stuff nobody wants what that are we Animals? What do they expect Tech, from us? Technically, we are animals. Maybe. <laughs> but yes, Dollar Shave Club is, an inc- they have incredible offers, and you do not want to miss out on them. For a mind-blowing experience, join Dollar Shave Club today, and for just five smackers, or dollars, five dollars, with free shipping, you'll get the six-blade executive razor, plus trial sizes of shave butter, body cleanser, and one wipe Charlie's. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Then keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. For fun, let's say it one more time, dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. Now back to the show. Doom Raider. Remember this movie that came out earlier this week? Nope. <laughs> We did a review on our YouTube channel, and you could you could see my thoughts on it. And yeah, I, it's I like spoiler it. free. Spoiler free. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a little bit more spoiler free because I want to talk too. Yeah, but I think we're spoilers. pretty much on the same page. That yeah, it's fine. It's fine. This and, feels like the exact type of movie that people will hate on for the rest of the year and, and talk about it as if it's the worst movie that ever came out ever. But it's fine. I don't know because it's not getting that kind of. It's getting the same kind of reaction as us. It's fine. Like, it's fine. but fine is also not good. At least when, like, I mean, this isn't great, but when it's bad, people keep talking about it. True. But when it's fine, does that give you, does that sell you more tickets, you know? Does that, like... No, I, it's in, yeah. Uh, uh, it's so, not boring. But you know what but is so great? bland. You know what is great? Action. It's Felicia Vikander. <laughs> Alicia Vikander. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you do this movie I, if you don't have the right... Lara Croft, and I think she is uh, great as this new version of Lara Croft that they're doing, which I think is great. I think that the new direction they're taking the character is absolutely what they needed to do with the character, mm-hmm. and I think Alicia Vikander, which is kind of a bummer that I, it is just being kind of just lukewarm received, because I'd like to see where maybe this could go, and I also love the idea of, like, I think Lara Croft will be the perfect opportunity to do a Lady James Bond, and I would love to have that be a thing. And it's, it bums me out that I don't think this is going to get the reception to have that just be a thing. Wouldn't that be cool? Would be cool. Like if a chick James Bond? That'd yeah. be rad. Yeah. It would have been cool. Yeah. And also Red Sparrow was that stab at that. But that was a lot. That, that it was darker. That, a lot darker and a lot more challenging, mm-hmm. uh, it, it seems like, from audiences. Probably. I don't think any. I don't know anyone who saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, we but, didn't. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. But yeah, they, the, the, uh, she is great. Um, I love Walton Goggins always and forever in everything. Um, and the action is not, I would say it's overcut. <laughs> Definitely like, oh, we need, to use, we need to use all 15 takes we got of this. Yeah. It's like, maybe don't. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, it's the most noticeable. Yeah. But however, it did, it was visceral for me. Like, oh shit, is the main character of this movie gonna get crushed by that giant CG rock? Nope. I feel myself tensing up even mm-hmm. though, of course not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And but so, that's good. That's good direction. Exactly. So that, that staging was really good. And, and there's a lot of, uh, I would, 
I guess maybe this will get more spoilers. I would cut off what I think amounts to the first thirty to forty minutes of this movie. Just go straight and like basically it opens with uh, and this it's not spoilers, but it, it opens with you getting an origin of who Lara, 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 mm-hmm. Lara, R, a hard R, what Lara is doing prior to her adventure. And yeah, you, and there's fun action sequences in that, and and she's got a great rapport with the people, yeah. but it does not matter at no. all. It doesn't matter at all. Um, and uh, some of the some parts of the movie. There's, just, there's some dumb stuff, but I'm not noticing the dumb. Like I don't, I wouldn't call it dumb, yeah. but it's just like there's some dumb stuff that happens. I, I think I, I wish they'd spent more time focusing on the adventure aspect of it, especially when they actually get to the tomb. More, I guess, more tomb raiding. Once they actually get to the tomb that's being raided, uh, they they make the cardinal mistake of like you at least need to give us the clues to the puzzle before we get there, so we know what characters are doing. Not that we are going to figure it out, yeah, but so that we know what a character is trying to accomplish because mm-hmm. especially they get to a door there are these wheels and she's like I've got it and she starts spinning wheels and I found myself being like I don't know what she the did fuck a, these wheels are supposed to represent to be mean. fair she, she did a puzzle earlier but we didn't understand why she solved no, that puzzle no it was, it was part of a, a montage yeah it, we didn't get why that was important and what yeah. what hinted to besides it looking similar like yeah. what made her think that this is going to work the same way yeah because it's totally different also the yeah. way the puzzle works so and it fell apart like and, a video game and you could have connected it was like watching somebody play a video game without the cutscene explaining what they needed to do. You're mm-hmm. just seeing them do it. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Bummer. Yeah. Uh, they, there were good performances. Uh, there were, uh, but the main thing in this movie that I took away as enjoying, because I don't really remember what the fucking story was, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, if I sit down and think about it, I remember. Yeah, but when there you, was the, the next day Japanese I was like, princess, which actually found out, apparently that legend is true. Well, good, good on them. Yeah, because yeah. I assumed like, man, you can't just make up this shit. Because that's part well, of what made it. That's what made Indiana Jones so great is that it was based off actual legends in our world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, no, that's real. It's like, oh, shit. Good that's job. very cool. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it, it, and it got silly near the end, but it was, um, I did enjoy all the action. Walton Goggins versus Alicia Vikander was yeah. cool. I don't remember. Besides Lara, I didn't remember anyone's character's name except for Lou. Lou Ren? Yeah. Lou Yen? Yeah. That he... And that actor is on Into the Borderlands, which is an AMC show. Oh, is he the star? I, I don't, he's Daniel Wu, right? I don't know if he's... Well, then check yeah. real quick. Uh, but that's why he looked familiar because I, I've I haven't watched Into the Borderlands that AMC crazy sci-fi fantasy Emmy. And, and he's AMC good. Show. And, I, and I'm, I, I was like, I I thought it was cool that they gave like, uh, um, what a weird way to say it that they gave an Asian uh, Asian actor a chance to be like a kick-ass guy in this like oh that they gave him no it was just cool that they it wasn't just another fucking white dad i guess is what i'm trying to say mr terry fournier in the comments said the only bummer in tomb raider was the script but everyone on screen and behind did great with what they were given uh i think i agree with that as well i think alicia vikander really acted her heart out and she really yeah. committed to the action like there's this like scene where it's just like bad thing happening bad thing happening bad thing happening her yeah. just getting the shit kicked out of her um he's and- the main guy in, into the borderlands i just for some reason I thought of that character as older and it's because this actor is older it's just he looks Baby face. so good he Baby looks face, he yeah. looks real good yeah uh, but she commits to all the action and I did love the um, the sneak around scene are we getting the spoilers now should we get into spoilers <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving too many spoilers to what's happening we, in the movie but... like again we, we did a spoiler free review on uh, youtube.com slash only stupid answers what rating did you give it dad was gone seven years I think you gave it a five, four point nine or a five yeah I think I gave it like a B minus C plus something like that I, I think, think I'm gonna do maybe a solid C I'm gonna yeah. go with a solid C 
But it's a good C. Yeah. Yeah. C's not bad. I think it's the, the most big budget studio films are fine. They're fine. It's hard it's hard with that many cooks in the kitchen for it to be amazing, but also for it to be bad. It's, yeah. it's fine. I think it's my favorite uh video game movie. I mean, and and but for being an actual movie, not for being a joke, like cuz Super Mario Brothers is great. Like it's a it's a great I movie. I do enjoy that movie. But I'm, I like it in spite of it being in Super Mor- Mario Brothers. And Mortal Kombat 1. I've never seen it. Is I don't fun. want to. It's a lot of fun. Uh and like I did enjoy the other two Tomb Raiders, but they are way different. And they're playing into when, the other Tomb Raider world. Dude, when like, we were looking when we were working on your on your um your review, I saw the trailer for the first one. I'm like this looks like a lot of fun. You should watch She's it. She's doing like crazy ass flips and pole vaults and shit. And I'm like, oh, there's man. robots. And it's real magic in that. That's like, that's magic magic. Like instead nice. of, uh, well, we'll get into spoilers for yeah. what this is, but let's move into it. Uh, yeah, well, let's wait, go into spoilers. Do you want to rate it? Uh, I, I, so oh, see, see, see yeah. so like uh, on your, on your uh, magical tier of seven, because it was seven out of seven years that dad was dead. Um, what is that like? You said five. I guess that's a four point five. Something like that. Four, maybe. Well, yeah. We fuck ourselves over with this yeah. fake rating thing. Too bad. We're gonna keep doing it. Uh, but yeah, spoilers. Uh, we think it's a magic thing because that's how Tomb Raider and Uncharted and all of these, um, <laughs> all of these treasure hunting movies go. You like think it's a magic artifact. Yeah. Sometimes it is. And this, it was a disease. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Although the guy that gets infected does pop back up as if he's being resurrected, which is weird. Kind of zombieish. Kind of zombieish. Which, by the way, that's. I'm going to be honest. It was one of my, I guess, mild spoilers for Uncharted. It's one of my least favorite bits in Uncharted. One, right? That's yeah, a, it's just yeah. that it's not, that it's fun as hell. It's just that, like, zombies, like, what, for real? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and kind of repeat it in Uncharted 2, but whatever. Yeah, different uh, purple ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I'm glad that it wasn't a magical thing, although I did think all the stuff with Trinity was fucking silly as fuck. Like, it's an ancient organization that's going after magic, even though there's no magic in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just have it be like, a fucking what, what's that one mercenary group like Blackwater, Stillwater, or whatever? Like it's the thing. Mercenary groups exist. Yeah, corporations that are trying a corporation that would try and own and weaponize a virus exist. Just do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. I um and also there would be a cult. There's a re- re- like a reveal at the end where it's like, wait, this person we saw before in the movie has ties to it the whole time, and like they explain it like nine different ways, and yes. we're like, we. Got it. Does it? What does it mean? I don't fucking know. But yeah. you, your nine explanations of just saying was, she's part of yeah. it, like it doesn't mean. It was one of those anything. like, wait, she said this, and then this thing that I saw earlier ties up to this thing, but and wait, she was a part of it, and then she, and then tied to this thing, and then this, and then <laughs> that's what it was like watching it. It was like we got it, we got it. Um, and at the end, it's great. She picks up uh, Nick Frost was great in the movie too, and yes. his wife, whoever it is, and that was great. And but it's great, um, great, 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 great. Uh, she, you get the classic uh Lara Croft with the braid and the two guns. she picks it up and it's like I'll take two yeah whip the fucking braid along the screen and it cuts to black whatever the fuck happens that's not what it, happens well, it was weird it was weird because it's like I think we're all on board with the new version I don't know if we need to reference the old version I, I was half expecting them to like oh wait no you're going to need this new bulletproof bustier that makes your tits <laughs> look five times as big as they are that's, that's when we get to the classic look yeah uh fucking Square Enix don't pander that much to <laughs> horny teenage boys uh but or girls 
whatever you're inclusivity. into. Yeah. <laughs> but but for me, I think the movie really clicked when um she when you like you said when she runs back to the camp and there's like a tracking shot of her going through the camp. Although it is weird because that they, felt like a cinematic cut in a video game. Yeah, it it was weird that they really positioned this hard as an origin movie, except you won't really get an origin arc. It's like she's vulnerable girl until a f- switch flips and now she's badass Laura Croft and like taking out people with a bow and arrow and shit and solving every puzzle. Yeah, and, and then and she, then her fight, like you said, her fight with Walton Goggins at the end was it was rad. Like mm-hmm. when she's running up and she puts her like axe. climbing axe into the ground and like jumps on the ladder to knock him off like that was fucking cool um also how did she get that capable well that's the thing (laughs) that's why i think just start with her on the boat i think the game starts with her on the boat so just start with her on the boat so that way we assume we see her training so we get a sense of the skills but then even then it feels like we see her training in the mma ring we see her learning with a bow and arrow but even then it feels like she suddenly becomes hyper capable if you leave that more ambiguous then Mm -hmm. we assume that she's done the things that get her there one negative uh is that she hasn't gone to school. She hasn't gone to like a higher learning school, which is fine. Yeah. But she is so capable of solving every puzzle that we're not going to see her do on screen. We're going to see her do it off screen. Her dad is super smart. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it just she got it from being uh, like osmosis, like near him or coming out of him. Yeah, like how babies come out of boys. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no. But even then, it's it comes like, out of the peepee hole. And that right there, <laughs> little. You ever like shot a pee out of a straw? Yeah. That's how it works. That's how babies work. Well, pee pee grows to the size of a cantaloupe, and then it's the full baby just shoots out of the. Do you guys like the visual? Are image we already of are we already to just the tips? I feel like we already sent the tip out. Fuck, <laughs> uh, tip tip. Uh, whatever. Um, but no, that it was like she's so like I got the physical capabilities because they yeah. clearly showed that and it was awesome. Whenever they showed her fight or survive, awesome. Yeah. But when it came to like solving these complex these are supposed to be like complex no one's figured this out for for, centuries yes millennia like they haven't figured this out and like she's doing it on a boat ride (laughs) and like in in about a week she's figuring it all out and it's like not totally negative but maybe back that up a little bit more yeah i I think if i would have liked to have spent more time on the island spend more time understand with the actual tomb raiding aspect of it um uh, like, like it feels like it rushes through the stuff that like you signed up for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, because they, you get her first kill, which which they start playing as a real emotional moment, which I think is really smart. And then immediately her dad shows back up, mm-hmm. and we're off to the races for the rest of the movie. Yeah, which I also wasn't sure how I felt about. Also, his the dad, dad act topping kind of dumb. Like, remember like when he popped up in front of like the big puzzle box machine mm-hmm. door yeah. thing that evaporates? Yeah. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> also, when it became more practical at the end of the movie, it's like, no, nah, it's not magic. Yeah. Like, it could be magic. But, like, you had magic coin floor falling apart but still staying yeah, together. Yeah, which I don't know how that worked. How does it fix itself if you already... Like, yeah. so if one person got trapped in here... You're done. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm shrugging if yeah. you can't tell. I'm shrugging because it's like... Mm-hmm. No, they, they the, the mm-hmm. skeletons at the bottom of that pit wake back up, rebuild it, and then... That would have been cool. Yeah. That doesn't happen though. That does not happen. I, yeah, I, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. It's if you're looking for a fun. You mentioned Kong Skull Island. I previously. I found <laughs> uh, yeah previously in this episode. I feel like uh, Kong Skull Island was more giddily ridiculous. Like it was, it had way much more fun and was way more ambitious with its craziness, uh, which is why I w- I would say I enjoyed that movie more than this one. But if you're looking for a, a similar like you want a fun escapist action movie in the middle of March, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, go see Tomb Raider. For me, because uh, I did not enjoy Kong Skull Island, I you're wrong, it, but I yeah, that's fine. I didn't equate it more to like a Tokyo Drift, like to, sure, like, that where seems it's like fair. That yeah. seems completely fair because I don't know what happens in Tokyo Drift. I remember yeah. it just at the end. Spoiler. 
trailers, they soup up a Mustang to be able to drift. But guys, American cars and Japanese cars aren't built the same, so the weight <laughs> distribution wouldn't... It doesn't make any fucking sense. But yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, what fuck yeah, think, America muscle. What do you think, if, if what element from this movie do you think you'd remember? The um the going through the water waterfall plane parachute thing. The parachute. There's no way she'd hold on to that parachute. Or that the parachute would make it. How old is yeah, that plane? Uh, yeah. It was rotting. She barely made it. She wasn't it. even strapped in. The second that chute goes, it slipped right out of her fucking hands. But people I which I understand, yeah. but people do do what she did. Really? That's the thing. There's this guy Thank he, usually, God. I it would have been better if you just showed that she slipped an arm through. Yeah, because literally it looks like she's just holding on to it like this. And yeah. it's like Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy who jumps out of planes like this old like six year old dude, like this enormous ponytail like Lord Crow. Yeah, uh-huh. He jumps out of a plane. Plane, no parachute, just in jeans and a fucking button up. And then a guy brings him a parachute and he just holds onto it on the way down. Why would you do that? Because he doesn't, I don't know if he can see or maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know. But that's like, wow. A, it was this YouTube video I watched of like this ponytail whipping okay, in the well, air. You know what? Uh, prove me wrong. I think, um, I think I'd, I'd remember the image of her running through. The, which is in the trailers, her running through the woods. I think somebody described it like running through woods like a cheetah. Yeah, uh, and then and Fucking then kind of, fast as yeah. shit. She put on. I saw a video of like her working out. She put on like ninety pounds of muscle or some shit. Ninety. That's probably too much. <laughs> she could rip a fucking car door off. It's like no, but Jesus. she's like she's fit. Like she. Well, she yeah. would. There was a. Uh, shirtless mm-hmm. scene where she was you, don't worry no boobies in this uh, <laughs> but you but you saw her six pack and it was cut yeah like, yeah she did her homework which again it's like, it's like snake I, swallowed eggs I kind of hope this does well enough that we're able to get a, maybe a more ambitious sequel and maybe build out like in space, I, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Why not? That's the first, that's Angelina Jolie. Have Angelina Jolie play her mom. Mm-hmm. We love that stunt casting. We watch those CW shows. We that shit John, up. John Voight played the dad in the first one. Good. And so, sorry, and John Voight's Angelina Jolie's dad. It was yes. it was in that my I remember I took my dad took us to go see the yeah. first Tomb Raider because like oh, the action is great. Yeah. Also, uh, we we love Angelina Jolie. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, I loved it because it was like a real father daughter moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> uh, also, side it, side side note. Uh-huh. Mr. Mrs. Smith. Mr. And Mrs. Smith holds up. It's a fun movie. I don't like that movie. You I'll rewatch like it. it. I don't like it. I it's like uh, uh, the, the Edge of Tomorrow guy. That's him director. Really? Yep. He got better with Edge of Tomorrow. I don't listen. I didn't like Mr. And Mrs. Smith when I saw it in theaters. I rewatched it. There's like, oh no, this is a fun action movie. Like no. it's not fucking great, but it's like it's yeah, it's fun. It's I'll good. rewatch it. Yeah. I wanted it to be really good, and it's not it's really good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maggie Whitmer. When I mentioned Angelina Jolie, all us having crushes on her, but uh, she said, "Yeah, thank you, Sam. Angelina Jolie is the original movie. Uh, the original movie was my sexual awakening, and I said the same <laughs> because I had a Cradle of Life poster. And oh, it, you did? Because also I was a kid where it's hmm. like I don't have anything to put up on my walls. Serious? I know you're not going to believe me. No, I know why you put that Cradle of Life poster on there. It was in the corner, me. but like." Um, it, Literally in the corner, like half of it was on one wall, <laughs> half of it was on the other. Yeah, one was on a door, yeah. one was on the like, wall, so you just open and close it. But um, no, I just never had like decorations in my room. I had this one poster of a Nissan Z up on my wall when I was a kid. I'm like, I don't even really care about this fucking car, but it's up there. I'm not taking it down. I always had to stare at it. Uh, Sam saying boobies. They say they like when I say that. <laughs> oh, Terry Fournier says sexual awakening was Cameron Diaz in the mask. Hey, we all get that. Hey, we should yeah. do an episode on that. Like, what was our c- crushes? Jessica Rabbit. Uh, also, I, that one je- girl from Cool World. I think. Jeez, <laughs> what a Jessica weird rabbit to the nth degree. Also, uh, that movie's fucked probably up. not for you. Um, uh, Nicole Kidman in Batman Forever. Oh yeah, I get that. I get that. That would be a fun fucking episode to talk about. It'd be yeah, when, weird when, uh, when uh, uh, 
it's so funny as an adult looking back at it when Riddler's like, oh, Robin dreams of being naked with a girl. Mm. And you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. Uh-huh. You got this poster of no. She had two guns, and there was like a sun behind her. It's Cradle of Life too. That yeah. movie is. Oh boy, you should watch. If you want to hear a bad American accent from a good actor, yeah. you should listen to Daniel Craig in the first Tomb Raider. He's like, He's Oh, come on, Laura. By the gotta... way, this is, I need to say this for the episode. Simon Pegg's American accent is impeccable. He's great in also, Ready Player One. Sorry, we saw Ready yeah, Player One. That's also, a different movie. Um, uh, Ever K. Ross, uh, that actor, uh, also played The Hobbit. Uh, Stephen Mer- nope nope, uh, nope. nope. That's, a Stephen- diff- that's a different actor in the office mm-hmm. uh, Sherlock um, oh, wow fuck? wow his American accent's great what the what 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 is happening right now what is we're at the end of the episode who's playing him what Martin Freeman Martin Jesus Freeman, Christ his American accent in Black Panther is like <laughs> we impeccable were get- we were getting upset what what <laughs> what anyway I think we're coming to the end of the episode. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're out of ideas we're, now. We're, we're out of fuel. Sorry, guys. We're, 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 we're winding down. Tomb Raider, we rated it. You guys let us know what you think of Tomb Raider and Jessica Jones Season 2. Let's do some plugs. DJ. Yeah, uh, you can follow me every place that matters at DJ Talks Trash. I'm actually now just on the Stardust app, too. So Hell that's yeah. another place you can follow me. For little movie reviews, TV yeah. show reviews. Maybe um, I'll post some Flash ones there. Exactly. Um, so And we got to see Reddit Player 1, so stay tuned for that episode in a couple weeks. Uh, and we'll be doing a review for that soon, so stay tuned for that but also please go to chaostheorycomic.com we are getting very close to the campaign for that and I'm being a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's it's big and it's ambitious and the story is big and ambitious and I'm hoping you guys are going to like it um, uh, because there's just a lot of big and crazy things and if you sign up for the newsletter there not only will you get the latest newsletter which there are some big announcements coming up soon however you'll be able to look at the old announcements and and some of some of that uh, news is going to start coming out on my Instagram too some of the stuff that people have known for months mm-hmm. <laughs> through that through that uh, newsletter so stay tuned for that because that's where you're going to get the first look at, at perks, at tears, at the comic itself. Um, so, so please sign up there. Please get your friends to sign up there uh, so that they can be uh, there on the first day of the campaign because there's going to be some cool first day stuff. For if that. they miss out, they're going to feel real dumb. Yeah. So that's me. What about you, Sam? Uh, or just follow me at Sam Basher. I do videos over at youtube.com slash new rockstars. We've been working on a couple new projects that have been pretty fun yeah. uh, on different platforms. So yes. keep an eye out on our social media at uh, Only Stupid Answers on Twitter. You got the bells from stupid. But you can find all the rest like Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. Reddit's got a great community over there. Yeah. Uh, you can find that all at onlystupidanswers.com. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. A newsletter is going to come out next week. It's going to have some fun info that you're not going to want to miss out on. But me, at Sam Basher, everywhere that matters. But before we wrap up, yes. I know maybe some people have already tuned out because we did yeah. our plugs. <laughs> Just the tips. We had a tip here from Maggie Whitmer. Yes. And this is important. It's going to sound dumb. Uh, not to Maggie, but you're going to sound like you already know this. But this is important. Uh, if you drive, use your blinker because one of the oh, most thank God. one of the most goddamn infuriating things is someone just just weirdly swerving, then moving back, and then you make eye contact with them, and they're angry at you. Yeah, it's that's so, an LA thing. Yeah, it's so bad in LA. I don't understand why people in LA are so like just drifting into the other lane. Mm-hmm. It's like turn on. So I know that's to let other people around you know what you're doing, so that we don't run into each other. Yeah, and like, it's super important, and it's also crazy easy to do. Mm-hmm. Just you flip a switch. Mm-hmm. And it unflips when you're done. Yeah. And even if you're like, uh-oh, it's still on, you just do a little flick. A little yeah. flick of your finger, we'll put it back. That's yeah. it. Just Good Lord. Now we're going to get mad during Just the Tips. Hey, fucking, if you don't do that, it's easy. 
It's easy peasy. Also, put on your fucking seatbelt. You know what? One of the most infuriating things is yeah. is when I get in a car with someone and they don't and they're driving and they don't put their seatbelt on until after they've already gotten going. I'm like, what are you doing? Why is it so hard for you when you're starting the car? You're getting ready to go. Yeah. You haven't put on your seatbelt yet. I don't know why people I grew up with were so anti seatbelts i had a friend was that did, was that a thing when you were growing up or was that kind of like i like had a bunch of my friends like no i don't do seatbelts i'm too cool for that i had a one friend that did that but it was when i was like elementary school and we were like their family invited me to go to the aquarium and i like i got i had like i got middle seat and yeah. i was like and they were my friend was sitting next to me uh and she didn't have a seatbelt on she like like was sitting on her leg she was like uh reading we we're like playing a game or something i was like why don't you have your seatbelt on and her parents were like totally fine with it they were like no yeah. they're fine you don't have to, you don't have to put a seatbelt on what's gonna happen I'm like a, a but, car accident as a kid then, i couldn't articulate what the problem was i was like yeah. but that's not you're not you have to have a seatbelt on yeah. what are you talking about not only is that a danger to you but it's the danger to to other people in the vehicle because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just flopping around in their faces and shit Put on your damn seatbelt. Uh, Danny Boy said that Maggie hit a nerve with that one. With yeah. those, yeah, driving fucking tips. Yeah, that's what you got with just the, the tips. tips. What a great theme song. Guys, thank you so much. OnlyStupidAnswers.com, Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers. You know the drill. DJ Final Thought. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>